Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Oh my goodness me. Oh, well now, um, it's quite a sunny day out there. And you know what I'm going to be doing today? I am going to be in my shop um, all day, just not doing anything else i'm taking it very very easy as i'm in a little bit of pain today so i am just going to be taking it easy all day so i'm decided if i've got to sit down all day then i might as well sit in my shop and try and sell stuff <laughs> there's my silver lining you've got to look for the positive in everything so how are you all i really hope you're feeling a little bit better than i am but never mind um i'm sure i will survive i will survive there we go right it is a wednesday um and it is still half term so my children are still off <laughs> um now i have a um a riddle and fun facts from Zoe in um New Zealand um yeah New Zealand sorry <laughs> but I will tell you those in a minute first of all Caitlin from Australia you have um the answer oh, blimey to the riddle from yesterday which was how does a ghost mend a rip in his sheet <sighs> well how does he with a pumpkin patch of course it is oh my goodness me a pumpkin patch so funny definitely definitely a halloweeny kind of story isn't it uh riddle not story oh my goodness i'm going mad um so but today's riddle well done everybody that got that right because i seriously did not know the answer to it so um you all beat me again um so today's riddle is by zoe and it's quite a good one well done zoe hey diddle diddle riddle me this i can fly but have no wings i can cry but have no eyes and darkness follows me. What am I? Oh, and again, I am so happy that Zoe has um, given me the answer because I really, really had no idea what it was. But, um, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> so make sure that you have your thinking caps on and make sure you send me a message with the answer anyway her 
fun facts um, is a, a both, but they're both about sloths. Now, I think Zoe may just be a little bit of a sloth expert because I didn't know either of these things. And I think sloths are so cute. So, so cute. They just look so <laughs> as though just get on with life. Let life get on and I'll just stay here. I'll go with the flow. Um, but uh, sloths apparently can swim three to four times faster than they can move on land. Well, I don't think they move very fast on land, but I didn't know that they could swim. So, um, let alone that they could swim faster. So, they are also, and this one is intriguing, because this one says that they are divided into two families. The two-toed sloth and the three-toed sloth. How weird. I did not know that at all. And what I really want to know, so uh, Zoe, if you are a sloth expert or if anybody else out there is, come and tell me what happens if a two-toed sloth and a three-toed sloth get together do they make a five-toed sloth or do they not mix the families not mix i'm intrigued i really really want to know so zoe or any other sloth expert please let me know <laughs> anyway today is national pumpkin day well, we all knew it was getting there, didn't we? Because it's Halloween almost. So it's also National Mule Day. You know, those things, that those animals that look like donkeys. I never know whether they are actually the same as donkeys or whether they're just the same family as donkeys. So anyway, it's National Mule Day today. And it's my favourite day. It's Howl at the Moon Day. So I want you all out there howling at the moon. <laughs> uh, if I hear somebody howling at the moon tonight, I will know that they have been listening to my stories. And that will make me so happy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Now, I have got um, 15 more listens. So 15 more downloads um, to go. And I'm going to have 350,000 downloads just 15 more to go oh my goodness i wonder if we can reach that oh, 
I don't know, in the next hour or so? What do you think? <laughs> anyway, let's read a story. Oh, excuse me, I've got hiccups now. Not good, is it? So I thought we would read chapter seven of My Secret Unicorn. So, um, let us see. Chapter seven. If you remember, Lauren found where she'd seen the, the uh, purple flowers. So she found them in the book, didn't she? Lauren snatched up the book. The flowers in the picture had the same star shape, the same gold spot. A wild thought filled her mind. The book had said that unicorns disguised as ponies could be changed back by saying a magic spell and using a certain type of flower. <gasps> what if the flowers she had found in the wood were the very ones that were needed? in the spell. She quickly turned the pages of the book until she found the part that explained how unicorns disguised as ponies could be changed back into ponies. Into unicorns, sorry. In the middle of the page there was a small picture of a purple flower just like the ones in the wood. Lauren read the words under the picture. The moonflower a rare purple flowering herb that is used in the turning spell. Lauren stared. She'd found the flower that the book said could give a unicorn its magical powers. She remembered the way twilight had been nuzzling at the flowers in the glade. Maybe the story was true. <gasps> maybe, just maybe, Twilight really was a unicorn in disguise. Her heart started to race. If she could just find the words of the spell, then she could try it out. Lauren, are you coming? Her mum called. Oh, Lauren could hardly bear to put the book down. The spell had to be here somewhere. Lauren, her mum called again. Lauren closed the book reluctantly. I'm coming, she called, and she went downstairs. Normally, Lauren loved buying things for a new school term, but not that day. All she could think about was unicorns. On the way home, Mrs Foster stopped by the tack store to pick up a couple of spare feed buckets. Lauren had an idea. Can I go and look in the bookshop, she asked. Sure, Mrs Foster agreed. I'll meet you there in a few minutes. Lauren ran to the bookshop. The doorbell tinkled as she went inside. The shop was just as she remembered it. Piles of books, the rose-patterned carpet. She caught sight of the owner near the back of the shop. Mrs Fontana, she called. The old lady turned around. Hello, dear, she said. What can I do for you? Lauren suddenly didn't know what to say. 
Mrs. Fontana looked so calm and ordinary that the whole idea of asking her if she knew what the magic spell was seemed really dumb. Um, well, I, Lauren stammered. So, have you seen a unicorn yet? Mrs. Fontana said softly. Lauren stopped stammering and stared. That's what you wanted to come in and talk to me about, isn't it? Mrs. Fontana said. Lauren didn't even know how the old lady knew. Is the story really true? she gasped. Mrs. Fontana smiled. It's true for those who want it to be true. Do you know what the spell is? Lauren asked eagerly. Oh, I do, but I can't tell you, the old lady replied. Those who want to find unicorns must do it for themselves. You have everything you need. But, Lauren began. Just then, Walter gave a warning bark. The shop door swung open and Lauren's mum came in. Hello, Mrs Fontana, she said. Hello, the bookshop owner said with a smile. So how are you settling in at Granger's farm? Her tone changed and now she sounded brisk and efficient. Lauren waited while the two adults chatted. She felt frustrated. If Mrs Fontana really knew what the spell was, why wouldn't she tell it to her? She longed to ask the bookshop owner more, but she couldn't with her mum standing there. Lauren thought about the old lady's words. You have everything you need. What did she mean? That night, when she went to bed, Lauren decided to read the book from the beginning right through to the end. Starting at the first chapter, she began to read slowly and carefully. She read that after the floods had gone down, the magical creatures decided not to live on Earth anymore and stayed in Arcadia. Arcadia was ruled by seven golden unicorns who watched the Earth through a magic mirror. Lauren read on, but she didn't find the spell. She awoke the following morning to see the book lying beside her on her bed. She had just two chapters left to read. She wondered whether to start on them, but then she saw that it was seven o'clock. It was time to get up and give Twilight his breakfast. She took the book outside with her. She could read it whilst he was eating. Leaving it in the tack room, she brought Twilight in from the paddock and put him in his stall. Then she mixed up his feed. The sooner Twilight was fed, the sooner she could read a little more. Quickly, Lauren emptied the feed into the manger, and then she fetched the book. Carrying it into his stable, she sat down on an upturned bucket and began to read. Surely the spell had to be in the book somewhere. Lauren became aware that Twilight had stopped eating. He was staring at the book. With a snort, he walked over to her. Hello, boy, she said. Twilight blew gently. The pages of the book fluttered over. Twilight, you've lost my place, Lauren said. 
but before she could turn back to the page she'd been reading, Twilight breathed out again. What are you doing? Lauren asked as she nuzzled his soft lips against the back cover. They left a damp mark on the paper and she made to push his muzzle away. But as she did so, she realised that the last page of the book had been glued to the back cover. One corner of the page fluttered slightly as twilight breathed on the book. Lauren carefully pulled at it. The glue gave way and the page turned. Inside the cover were some faint words written in pencil. It looked like a poem of some sort. Lauren read the title. The Turning Spell. Oh my goodness, she's found it. Obviously with the help of Twilight, but oh my goodness. Well, 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 well. But she can't do it right there, can she? She needs to find one of the flowers or some of the flowers, I don't know. Oh, how exciting. Imagine having a pony and it turn into a unicorn. Oh, my goodness. I would be so excited. I love unicorns. So, maybe we'll find out tomorrow what the turning spell involves and whether she can do it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, my goodness me. I hope you're all enjoying um, Mr. Stink um as well as this normal story because i'm enjoying reading two a day so um at the moment until we finished mr stink okay we'll carry on doing it even if it doesn't really get listened to but it has been listened to this week so you know who knows um but um if any of you do have any uh any 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 requests for stories um uh, for the uh afternoon edition of this or for this time um then please keep them coming i do have a list i am i'm not doing it today like i normally go to the library today um but Today is, um, as I say, a bit of a painful day today. So I'm not going out. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Uh, so I will get to the library this week, I promise. Um, and I will take my list with me and I will see what books I can get. So because I only live in a small town and the library is only a very small one, if by any um chance they don't have the books um i will try and get to the big library um and see what uh what they have because they're the ones that can actually get them the big in the main library in the massive library um if they don't have a book they can get them 
shipped in from other places. So I will take my list. I promise, promise, promise. And we will, will get there. We will have all of the, the stories that are on my list um, of requested books. I will get to, I promise. Um, so, okay. Um, I hope you have a great day, whatever you're doing, whether it be work, whether it be school, whether it be anything else at all. Um, I just am going to relax today um, and hopefully sell some stuff, <laughs> make some money. This is all good. <laughs> anyway, I want you all to have a fantastic day really really do and I want you all to make sure that you take care and that you stay safe and I will see you all again tomorrow don't forget the riddle I can fly but have no wings I can cry but have no eyes and darkness follows me. What am I? <laughs> anyway, I will see you all again tomorrow. So, bye for now.